0: Praise God, amen. Is he your everything this morning? Amen, everything. The writer said in the book of Acts, in him we live, we move, and we have our very being. He is my everything. It's only in Christ that I live, that I move, and have my being today. Praise God. I love the Lord this morning. Thank you for sharing your testimonies this morning. Oh, what a wonderful God we serve. Amen. Amen. Thankful for the cross, but I'm thankful for the resurrection also. Amen. Amen. We serve a risen Savior. Yes, amen. We are buried with Him in baptism, but we rise again in newness of life resurrecting power the power of our Savior Jesus Christ praise God my, my, my. amen and that he did that so that we could rise with him he already had resurrection power did y'all know that amen. he already had resurrection power I have heard it preached you know he went to, to hell to get the, the keys to death hell and the grave as if he didn't already have the keys he already had the keys he went to the cross and paid the price so that we could have the keys of salvation but he already had the key if he didn't then how did jesus say hey lazarus come on out of there right he already had the keys how if he didn't have the keys to, to death then uh <clears throat> how do he say to jairus's daughter she just sleeping right. yeah. come on stand up young ladies he already had the keys. He already has all power. He's God Almighty. Yes. Don't tell other preachers this because it sure preaches good. He went to hell and he got the keys to death hell and the grave. Why did when did he ever lose them? Oh hell. He went to the cross so that we could be saved and that we could have the keys. And he gave the key to Peter because Peter had the revelation of who Jesus is. And Peter used the keys to... on the door, to open the door of salvation. Jesus said, Behold, I have set before thee an open door. I am the door. He's crucified on the cross. Peter preached the Acts 2.38 message. Repent. Baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. He was using the keys. God's always had the keys. We didn't have the key. But we do now. We have the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Oh, man, it's going to blow your theology right now. You ready? When you get saved, you get the keys to death where's the victory in the grave the grave has no sting death has no sting there's no victory in death because we already have the victory like sister Christina when you, were, when you repented and were baptized in Jesus name filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost you were, you were raised a new creature in Christ Jesus you're the one that went through the death, hell and the grave the plan of salvation. Wow. And that's good stuff right there. That'd be a good message one of these days. <clears throat> Not this morning. I guess I just preached it. Already. Well, here we go. Message number two, Ephesians chapter one. Somebody shout amen. amen. <clears throat> Isn't it good to see everybody in the house of the Lord and to feel what we feel this morning. To know what we know and to have a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, means more to me than anything. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power? God is powerful. He has mighty power. He's the mighty God, and as the mighty God, He has mighty power. Amen. Which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and set Him at His own right hand in the heavenly places. That's a figure of speech. Far above all principalities and power. You ready? Did you catch that? He's above all principalities and power. There's no one in or nothing and no one, no person, no government that's more powerful than our God. Let me just let me just say this, interject this really quickly. Our government and in this life, there is nothing and no one more powerful than our God. He is the mighty God with mighty power. Amen. And might. And dominion. That's a common word right now, isn't it? Can I just throw this in there for effect? You know what dominion means? It means sovereignty and control. Isn't that interesting what they decided to call this uh, machine that they used? Sovereignty and control. Let that sink in a little bit. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, Gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Our God is the mighty God with mighty power. All power. Principality. All might. Dominion. Sovereignty. And control. God is over everything. I said, God is over everything. I I say it a lot. My daughter told me, Ryan, he said, Dad, you say that a lot. Yeah, God's large and in charge. Amen. He's not nervous today. He's still on the throne. He's still in control because he has control over everything. Now, what he, the control that people have and the power that people have, he has allowed them to use that. He sets up government officials. He puts people in in places of power, of position. But if he gave it, he can take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. People get prideful and think they have the power. No, you only have what God allowed you to use. I only have enough power, whatever God gave me, but it all came from him and it's going to go back to him. And I'm just I just assume give it all to him now. Well, hallelujah. I guess I am already preaching. <clears throat> I like to preach this morning, and I'm gonna title this message this morning, this simple thought. More power to you. Look at somebody and tell them, More power to you. God, help us this morning. God, I need your anointing. I need your Your hand, I need you to speak to me and through me today. Give us a word from the Lord this morning. Your word's already anointed. I feel like your anointing's on me this morning. God, I pray you would give us ears to hear what they'll say at the word of God today, and I pray you would impart more power into all of us this morning. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Let the church say amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. (coughs) Wednesday night, we were not able to have service, and I apologize for that. I guess we could have had candlelight service, but we had a power outage, and they told us that we would not have power until later in the evening, until about 7.45 to 8 o'clock, and so we, we canceled service, and wouldn't you know, right before church would have started, power came back on, but I'm thankful God never has a powder, power outage. God is never lacking in power. His, the wells of His power, the source of His power, never runs dry. Amen. And one of the words that talks about the power of God, talks about the Holy Ghost power of God in the New Testament, is dunamis. It's a Greek word. It means literally dynamite. And you've heard, you know what dynamite is. Amen. You all know what dynamite is. You're all getting quiet. Say dynamite comes in small packages. Let me tell you, Sister Garcia is dynamite. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Dynamite. It's a force. But in, in context of the, describing God and His power, it's His force. Miraculous power, might, strength, ability. The ability to do things or to act in a particular way. It's dominion, it's power, it's might. God is the Almighty. Amen. And His name is Jesus. And Isaiah prophesied in chapter 9 of Isaiah, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon His shoulder. When not say, Thou shalt call His name wonderful, Counselor, the mighty God. And as the mighty God, He has mighty power. Yes. Unparalleled. There's no God like our God. And God never loses His power. Amen. He never has a power shortage or a power outage. He doesn't have to go on spiritual blackouts like California. Amen. All power belongs to God, Psalms 62 and 11. Psalms 147 and 5, Great is our Lord and of great power. Psalms 89 and 6, for who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? You look at the most mighty men in the history of mankind, and no, nobody, not a single one of them can't even compare to Him. Right. Revelations eleven seventeen. we give thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which is, which was, and is to come. Because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. Amen. God's still on the throne today. He sits on his own throne. Psalms 89 and 13. Thou hast a mighty arm. Strong is thy hand and high is thy right hand. Second Chronicles 20 and 6. In thy hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee. God is a force that cannot be contained. God is a force that cannot be stopped. The devil knows he, has, he is no match for the Lord. He is no match for the power of God. And so he knows he can't stop the power of God, so he tries to stop us from experiencing the power of God in us. Amen. He, he can't stop God, but if he can stop us from exercising the power And being a conduit and a conductor of the power of God. That is his goal. Can I just tell you this morning, I'm jumping a little ahead this morning in my notes, but we have an adversary, the devil, who wants to to limit the power of God in us. (coughs) Exodus 15 and 6. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. The enemy is no match for God today, but he's going to try to limit your power. So he's going to try to get you to be cut off from the power supply. And if he can cut you off from the power of supply, you have no power to withstand or stand against the enemy. And I appreciate, Mom, your testimony just a minute ago. And I, I appreciate it. It makes sense right now in this context. You said at the end of your testimony, and I'm still standing. Why? Because you stayed plugged in to the power source. You've been through some good times and some bad times, but you stayed plugged in to to the power source. 1 Chronicles 29 and 11, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is Thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and Thou art exalted as head above all. God is above all things and all people and All power and principalities went on to say both riches and honor come to thee and thou reignest over all. And in thy hand is power and might. And in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. I love that. That our God is a powerful God. Our God is a strong God. Our God reigns in power and majesty. But He has in His hand a way to make us great with Him. He has in His hand uh, uh, the ability to give strength unto all. First Chronicles 29. This is Old Testament talking, but it's really prophetically speaking because Jesus is the right hand or the power of God that gives power to all. My, 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 my. When you get baptized in Jesus' name and you get filled with the Spirit, the power of Almighty God, it's only because of Calvary and the cross that you talked about, Sister Christine. It's only because of the blood of Jesus Christ that was, that was shed so that there can be power given to all. Whosoever will, let them come and plug into the power source. And in this day and age, church, we need the power of God now more than ever. <clears throat> I said we need the power of God, the Holy Ghost power, more than ever. Amen. Talk about the ten virgins. The other night it was mentioned, five wise and five foolish, five of their lamps were going out. You, you want to be foolish, you, you cut off the power. I want to stay plugged in. God, I want to stay right with you. I want to be full of the Holy Ghost power. Because I want to be saved when Jesus comes. Amen. Now more than ever, we need to experience the power of the Holy Ghost. We need more than ever the power of God in us. Acts 1 and 8. I'm going someplace. I know where I'm going. Just stay with me. I'm just laying the foundation right now. Acts 1 and 8. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost. There it is. Say, I I want to live a a powerful life. I want to live a life of power. You'll receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. Jesus was talking to his disciples. He was was getting ready to leave. And he said, you're going to go tarry in Jerusalem. He said, you're going to receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. John 1 and 12 was foretelling, but but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. God is a God of power, and he wants to empower his people with his own power. Amen. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of, Of the power may be of God and not of us. Praise God. When I got the Holy Ghost, I got power in an earthen vessel. And it came from Him. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Praise God. Next chapter 2, the day of Pentecost was Fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing rushing mighty wind or a current. That word wind literally, pneuma, means a current. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them The power comes from receiving the Holy Ghost. Power comes from receiving the Spirit of Almighty God. Amen. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. And in this setting, they received the Holy Ghost. It was a current that moved through there. And the Holy Ghost begins to move in this place. It's, it's, you, can, you can feel it. You can, you can see it. You can see people that are conductors of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is moving. And what? And then over here you got Sister So-and-So. And she just starts losing it. Why? She plugged in. And she had a power surge. Brother So-and-So begins to dance and shout and sing. And what's going on? He's having a power surge. He's tapped into the power source. It's like a current. I can't tell you how many times, because it's happened a lot, talking with somebody about the goodness of God. And, Brother Hagelau, I can just start feeling it. It's like a tingly situation. I had just start feeling the Holy Ghost begin to move. You know what I'm talking about? Make both your hairs stand straight up. It's that tingle. Like, it's like a current, and I, I can start feeling it. But I love it when it gets all the way down, deep down in my soul, and, and the Holy Ghost is just so rich and so powerful. There ain't nothing like it. It's like getting it's plugging into a current. Just... People begin shouting. They're plugged in. Holy Ghost is moving. The current of the Holy Ghost is moving. They're, what happened? They got plugged in. Power surge. Yeah. A current is an electric, electric current is a flow of electric charge through a medium. I mean, it has to have something to go through. This charge is typically carried by moving electrons in a conductor such as wire. The power source is over there, but you can plug in on this wall over here and you can tap into the, 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 the power. Why? Because the power is moving through the wire that's going through the building. Know you not that you're the, temp, the tabernacle, the temple of God? You're the fabric. You're part of the walls of the church. He's, oh man, yeah. you're the branches, but he's still the vine. This would be good for our uh, Fruit of the Spirit series that we got going on on Wednesday nights when we have power. Amen. Fruit of the Spirit is a the byproduct. We're the, we're the branches, but he's the vine. He's the source. Well, guess what? We're the source of his power. We're, we're, the, we're the byproduct of his power. And as long as I stay connected to the source, his power ought to be evident in me. And when I see somebody that has a problem, I don't have to, say, hey, I don't have to go call for somebody else to pray. I can pray. Why? Because I'm tapped in. Yes. Amen. <clears throat> you know, the Holy Ghost is poured out in Acts chapter 2, and you find in the very next chapter, in Acts chapter 3, you find where Peter and John went up together into the temple, and Peter, looking down and fastening his eyes upon him, the lame man with John, and said, look on us. And he gave heed unto him, unto them, expecting to receive something of them. He expected, there, there, there's the key right there, he had faith that he was expecting to receive, but little did he know he was going to receive a whole lot more power than he Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took up his bed and he walked. Because he expected, when I take the cord and I plug it into the wall, I expect the light to come on. Why? Because I know that's connected to a power source. I've never heard this from anybody else, but you get it fresh this morning. I'm not so sure that that lame man was really asking for alms. I wondered if he was asking for a little bit more. Hey, here comes Peter, and here comes John. And they just had a relationship. They just had an experience. I mean... 120 got the Holy Ghost, but on the same day, 3,000 more people were got the Holy Ghost, and, the, and people were healed. Hey, hey, guys, help me out. Hey, guys, I want to get plugged into whatever it is you got. Whatever you've been drinking, I want some of it. Because He looked on them expecting. Right. Mm-hmm. Hello. I was, I'm not so sure he wasn't going, hey, uh, I'll take some off. We'll take whatever you got. Because I want to walk. <laughs> and you guys are it, man. <laughs> you guys are isn't that awesome when people that you work with or family members, they're going through a problem? That's not awesome if they have a problem, but sometimes it is that God gave them the problem so that they come to you and go, hey, I won't want it ever used. I, whatever you got, I want it. I, I want to plug into whatever you got. Will you pray for me? Say, so, you know what? Hey, let's pray together. Let's get both get plugged in. I, want, I wonder if Peter said, uh, I'm paraphrasing what he was really saying is, hey, hey, more power to you. Rise up and walk. Silver and gold have I none. but Such as I have. What do I have? I've got power from on high. I'm plugged in. I got the Holy. You got the Holy Ghost, honey. You are plugged into the power source. Sometimes the problem is, people just need to flip the switch. You know how you can flip the switch? Prayer and fasting really work. Whatever, What do you have need of? Prayer and fasting? Holiness? It's like flipping the switch. So that you can have more power coming to you. (laughs) Acts 4. Again, we find Peter and John preaching. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. Verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. They were exercising great power. Why? They were plugged in. They got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> they were plugged into the power source. <clears throat> amen. There's times when pastor has to go back. I'm going to make sure I'm still plugged in. <laughs> God, I want to plug back in. I'm, I'm seeking you today. I want your will, your way in my life, God. I, I want the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, amen. Paul and Silas in the jail in the midnight hour. What did they do? They just tapped in. They just flipped the switch. How'd they flip the switch? They, began, they sang hymns and they began to pray and worship God. Praise and worship God. Hey, sometimes you just praise and worship God. God inhabits the praises of His. What happened? The flip, the, 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 the light switch, the, the power, just, you just flip the switch. Yes. Amen. Don't ever underestimate your praise and your worship. Right. It's a conduit for God to do something great in your life. Yes. Honey, you just... You just keep on praising. You just keep on word wide. You just keep on plugging into the power source. Yes, <clears throat> Turned on a light before expecting it to come on. I, I, I had expectation and nothing happened. And I began to look. Oh, there's a light bulb. It ought to work. It's not burnt out. Don't get burnt out being out weary in well-doing. We? Yeah. We'll reap in due season if we faint not. No, light bulb's still good. What's wrong? Oh, it's not plugged in. You know why a car doesn't start most of the time? Because it has a dead battery. Every once in a while, you need to charge your battery. Because you're going to need the car. And when you need it, why is it? It seems like when you need it the most, that's when the battery goes dead. You got to get some jumper cables, and you get your dead battery, and you connect it to a live one. Sometimes that's what you need to do in the spirit. You need to get connected. Oh yeah! This one over. Don't make eye contact. If I need a power surge, I don't need to plug into another dead battery. I want to plug into somebody knows how to pray. I'm going to pray knows how somebody knows how to fast. I want to I want to talk to somebody that's plugged into the power source and say, "Hey, I need a jump start. Will you pray for me?" I want I need something from God. Amen. I'm having so much fun preaching this this last 15 minutes and I haven't even got to the main point I want to get to. That's good stuff. More power to you, Pastor. All right. That's what I need. And we can plug in. We can have a power surge through our praise, through our worship. And I'm thankful for the praise and worship that we have here at the Apostolic Rock Church. We... We have a praise team that I, and musicians and praise team and singers, second to nobody. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it's not just the talent, I'm thankful for the talent, but it's also people are plugged into a power source. Yeah. Yeah. It electrifies our church services. Amen. Yeah. It, 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 people start flipping breakers all over the place. It's, No name, no power. No prayer, no fast, no holiness, no power. I want to stay plugged in. Why do we live our why do we present ourselves a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is our reasonable service? Why? It's because we want to stay p- plugged into the power source. Praise God. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now unto him, Jesus, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the. You catch this? God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh. In us. God can do it, but he wants to do it in you. He wants you to be the conductor. Conductor. He wants you to be the wire that his power moves through. God would just save so-and-so. He wants to save them. It's not his will that any should perish. He wants to use you to. Thank you, Hudson. I appreciate it. He's helping Pappy this morning. Now, I'm on, now I finally got to where I wanted to get to this morning. So it's weighed on our heart heavy this week. When I say our, I'm talking about my wife and I have talked about this. We were talking about it last night at the dinner table. Around the table, she was standing there talking. And I had my notes propped up. I said, go look at my notes. I don't think she did, but let's go look Because there is a very real danger when we lose the power of the Holy Ghost. A ship that loses power is called dead in the water. It will go wherever the current takes it. A number of years ago, there was a carnival cruise ship. It's called the Triumph. It lost power and was dead in the water for five days. It was sickness. People were hungry. It was septic. The ship loses power. It's not a good thing. 1988, there were five Costa Rican fishermen who had been drifting for five months across the ocean after their engine failed, and were rescued in an emaciated state by a fishing boat. They were fortunate, lucky to be alive, but miles from where they started, they drifted with the current that took them. And I want to ask somebody this morning, which current is driving you this morning? Is it the current? Like we talked about the current in Acts chapter 2 and the the day of Pentecost. Pneuma, the current, the wind, the mighty rushing wind, the current of the Holy Ghost. Or is it going to be the current of what lies underneath? Which current is driving you today? Today. Eight years after that, a 67-year-old Japanese fisherman, Enzo Miyato or Miyazato, I think is how you pronounce that. He kept himself alive by eating raw fish and collecting rainwater as he drifted 1,500 miles in 46 days after his motor failed. Lucky that he was even found, lucky to even be alive. In 1996, in Papua, New Guinea, a villager 32 years of age, was rescued after surviving five weeks adrift in the Pacific in a small dinghy with a broken-down motor with nothing but rainwater to sustain him. The Bryson saw me studying last night, and he's like, Are you preaching about fishing tomorrow? Two fishermen from Samoa in the South Pacific survived the remarkable four months at sea in a metal boat after being found in November. 2001, near Papua, New Guinea, 3,000 miles from their home. Two others didn't make the trip. Didn't survive the trip. Two fishermen from Kabaddi survived 57 days in rough seas after breaking down in their small boat, staying alive by eating raw fish and drinking rainwater. All of these situations, they lost Power and the current took them much further than they ever wanted to go some of them as far as 3000 miles away four tongan fishermen told of their survival sharing just one fish and drinking rainwater as they drifted for 3 weeks across the pacific in a 21 foot wooden boat 1000 miles away because the engine had failed they lost power <clears throat> a couple fishermen in the gulf of mexico we're fishing and their motor stopped. They thought, well, we can still see the shore. They really weren't paying very much attention, but slowly and slowly, it was a gradual process. The shore was getting further and further away because the current was taking them away from safety. <clears throat> to the point that they could not row as much as they wanted to by themselves. They lost power and so they could not get back and they were out to sea for for weeks and one of them, the the guys in the boat, he died. He didn't make it. The other one that survived simply said, we were more interested in our fun and pleasure than the direction we were headed. Sin will take you further than you wanted to go. You better stay plugged into the power source. Spiritual drifting, church, is a slow, gradual process. It it, it is a gradual thing. You, You don't just get a thousand miles away just like that. It is when the current of this life takes you. and You have no power to fight against it. And if you lose the power in your sail, if you lose the current of the wind, the Holy Ghost, the current that lies beneath you in your ship, We'll take you further than you ever wanted to go. We have to be careful because the enemy will try to get us to be a little less spiritual this year than we were last year. He'll try to get us more distracted this year than we were last year. If I can just get them just a little further away from God. If I can get the church just to miss another service a week. If I can just get the church to stop attending prayer meeting. To just stop praying for their kids in their home. If I can just get them to drift. Because they're too busy focusing on the fun and the pleasure at hand than where I'm taking them with the current of this generation. Pastors getting a little upset with pastor this morning because some pastor sometimes I I forget that I'm human. And pastor can drift just like anybody else can drift. And pastor can get distracted just like anybody else can get distracted. And I want to keep the main thing, the main thing. I want to stay plugged into the power source. Because if I don't, I'll get caught up in the current movement or in the current philosophy or in the current trends or the current fads or the current fashion or the current political correctness. Or the current mindset of this generation. I don't gonna want to go with the current philosophy. Church, there's a whole lot of churches that call themselves church that think they're saved, and they don't even resemble anything close to what their previous generation once had at their church services. Church serve churches that are letting down holiness or have let it down, let down standard. Don't preach heaven and hell like they should preach heaven and hell, because oh that's not popular. We don't want to talk about that. Oh, just everybody sing kumbaya. Everybody's good. God loves everybody. Everybody's going to heaven. Oh, suck your thumb. You not. You wrong. You're not going where we're going. Jesus preached an amazing message. I've never been able to do this. Sister listen in just three words. Brother Aguilar, nobody's accused us of being at a loss for words. <laughs> they never accused me of being at a loss of words. But Jesus preached an amazing, powerful message in just three words. he looked at him he said remember Lot's wife that's all he did. Lot I feel the Holy Ghost right now yes. he lived with Abraham he was part of the redeemed if you will at that time he was with the church he was in the church But he got too big for his own britches, and so he and his wife and his family went down into the plains of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he pitched their tent towards Sodom. He looked, hey, look what's going on, everybody else. This is the this. Hey, look at this city over here. This is current, man. They got it going on in the cities. And pretty soon they ended up living and they moved into the city. Here we have people that once walked with Abraham. Related to Uncle Abraham. But they drifted away. Because that looks cool, man. Look at the city. They got it going on in the city. They got all kinds of cool stuff. And they drifted. And they got cut off from the power source. And where they had stuff and people, and they had, uh, uh, the reason they had, they, he wanted to move in is because their, their animals and everything, that they, their possessions, they got so great. Some theologians feel like there were 4,000 people, part of Abraham and Lot and that whole family, and all the people that were with them. And so they separated because they said, well, we need more room. <laughs> and here you find Lot and his wife and his family in their own little house. What happened to everything? It's not mentioned. It's gone. So sick that when they came, because the angels come to take them out of the city. I don't want get too graphic this morning, but they were willing to give them their daughters. Sick. It's called the danger of drifting with no power. And here they come, the angels lead them out, and it's a don't look back. And the, and the Bible says, Lot's walking, and there was something in Lot's wife, she says, as she trailed from behind him, there was something in her, like, I really don't want to go. I drifted. I, and she looked back and turned to the pillar of salt. And Jesus, thousands of years later, says, Remember Lot's wife. There's a danger in drifting with the current of anything that's going on in this generation. I refuse to go with the current of Hollywood. We are still apostolic, folks. We are apostolic Pentecostal. Apostolic in doctrine, in lifestyle, Pentecostal in experience, holiness and lifestyle. We are apostolic. I don't want to be the charismatic. I don't want to be the mega church down on the corner that gives up everything to have numbers. I want to be right with God. I want to stay plugged into the power sword. And as we move forward into 2021, and I hope it's better than 2020, but the way this generation and the current generation, the way this current world is headed, I don't think it's going to get better. current philosophy is not getting any better. The current political correctness. I don't care about political correctness. I care about biblical correctness. There's a danger in drifting. And the only way to keep from drifting is to stay connected to the power source. Stay connected. Stay plugged in. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. Hey, man, when's the last time you you felt the Holy Ghost? When's the last time? Stay connected. Plug into the power source. I don't want to drift. I'm going to be set in my ways. Hey, I'm telling you, when when the Holy Ghost is breathing here, it will help me navigate the current below. Uh-huh. It's like a ship with a sail. As long as there's a wind blowing, it can, it can navigate. And it doesn't matter the current below. It can navigate and fight against the current and get to where it needs to go. Hey, you know what? You know how you're going to make it to heaven? Even against the current of this generation, the current of this age? It's to stay plugged into the Holy Ghost power of God. And you can make it. You will make it. You will meet your, reach your destination if you stay plugged into the power source. Let's stand together this morning. There's a danger in getting caught in the current movement, in the current philosophy. The current trends, pastor. If you wouldn't preach uh, holiness, if you wouldn't, pastor. If you wouldn't have, you know, if you would have holiness, that we'd have, we'd have more people come. At what cost? We'd have just more people in a boat that's adrift. I want. It is church. Is not about numbers. It is about numbers. It's all about souls. We're trying to get, save people. It is about numbers. I I want to blow this place out with souls but I want them to be souls that are right with God filled with the Holy Ghost I mean other than that it's just a crowd we don't want just a crowd we want Holy Ghost power filled services and saints talked about distractions this week pastor gets distracted Sometimes I'm like, shiny object, another shiny object, current. Well, currents come and currents go, but His truth is forever settled. Yes, right. They're 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 in Sunday school. Matter of fact, some of you too young. Y'all are too young, right here. You, You don't even remember this. You weren't even born. None of you were born when we did this. There's a few of us that are my generation that remember this. We used to do that. I think I shared this one time. We used to do this thing when I was in high school. Brother Clint, bro. Come on, help me out. Remember the Cavarici pants? <laughs> Current trend. We used to do this thing called pegging the pants. You'd take it, find the crease on your pants, your jean, you'd fold it over. Then you'd cuff it like this. You'd do one, and then you'd do two. I can still do it. And then you'd barely move it out just a little bit, just so it'd have room to slide back down your ankle. This is how I went to high school. I was so cool, man. And in the, in the, In the 80s, we had these colors called pastel. We'd have bright colored pants, sweaters and shirts. And if you were really cool, you would wear loafers with no socks and still peg your pants. So people could see your white hairy ankles. My brother got in trouble one time because he went up to play the bass. And he forgot that he didn't have socks. Nobody wants to see your ugly ankle, dude. Put some socks on. Because it was current. But here's the thing about the current of this world. The current of this world is taking you someplace else that you don't want. If the current is taking you further away, it will change. They don't do this anymore. What? They do things far worse. Can I tell you? Not that this was really a bad thing, but the current of this world will take you further away from truth. And you'll end up 3,000 spiritual miles away and wonder how in the world did we get here? You just went with the current. But I used to see the shore. I, you know, we, used to have, we used to have revival in our services. Whatever happened? To, you got away from apostolic Pentecostal. You got away from the Word of God. But we were trying to be cool. We were trying to be current. I'm not preaching against, you know, we're going to get new carpet at some point. We got carpet starting to get a little older and it's getting worn here. We might go with a current look or something like that. Fine, but hey, we're still apostolic Pentecostal. Some of these churches are going away from, the, you know, a big monolithic pulpit. And they go with the clear one. I, I don't ever want to do that. No offense, to anybody who has a clear. I just like something. To, I like to hide behind something from now on. I, I need something to hide behind. You know, you see, they try to change the wall, the look. And they paint it. And they got all kinds of cool designs. I said, like, "Cool, man!" But you, are you preaching the truth? I don't even care about that. I care about: Are you staying straight as the gate narrow is the way, and few there be that find it? So what I'm telling. What I'm asking, really, for our church. I'm asking, let's stay plugged into the power source. More power to you. I want more power to you. More power to pastor. More power. I want the power of the Holy Ghost. I want more power to your servant. More. Can I talk to the leaders? More power to your leader. More power to your group. Where your Outreach. More power to the outreach. More power to the hostess. More power to the ushers. More Holy Ghost power to Sunday school. Most more Holy Ghost power to our youth department. More Holy Ghost power to 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 our praise team. To the musicians and the singers. To the ministers of this church More power. I want to stay plugged in to the power source. We cannot afford to drift as if we get caught up in the current generation. We'll be like the generation that rose up after Joshua and Caleb who knew not the mighty works of God. We'll end up having a a generation of of, of young people that come and go, what meaneth these stones? What do these stones represent? Well, come up. Maybe I should preach this series. What meaneth these stones? What? How come the ladies wore that and looked like that and we don't do that anymore? How come the men didn't? Or, hey, look, you look just like that previous. And I understand why. What meaneth these stones? Hey, what does it mean to be apostolic? Pentecostal. Holy in lifestyle. What meaneth these stones? Hey, what it means is, it means we, are, we, are, we stay plugged into the power source. I was talking with the pastor this week. We weren't gossiping. Promise, we weren't gospel Preachers can do that, by the way. Hey, did you hear about brother so-and-so? Let me tell you, we need to pray for him because. But we were talking about our churches. And can I tell you, the Apostolic Rock Church has powerful moves of the Holy Ghost. Like I experienced when I was a kid. Forty years ago, when I was eight years old, the Holy Ghost moved. People slaying, dancing, shouting, and the Holy Ghost moving. Guess what? We still have it. There is a reason why. We still have what we have. It's because we're still plugged into the power source. This is the church that I remember. You say, Oh, you you kind of you moved away. No, I stayed. Who drifted? I didn't. We didn't drift. We're, we're right here. We have a God's the same. We have We're right here with God. Then how are we so different than some? Because there's a danger in drifting, and they drifted so far. Can I talk to moms and dads here this morning? Grandmas and grandpas. Stay connected to the power source. More power to you if you stay connected to the power source. I want to stay connected. I don't know that this is an altar call type message. But this is, a, this is what I feel message this morning. As for me in my house, as for me in the Apostolic Rock Church, we're staying plugged into the power source. We, we, we're going to move with his current, not the current of this world. Hello? Is there anybody that feel the same way at the Apostolic Rock Church? Because how can two walk together except they agree? How many feel that this morning? How many believe that this morning? You want to stay plugged into the power source. You want to stay right with God and right standing and refuse to drift. With the current of this generation. Current movements, current philosophy, current fads. Ways of thinking. Oh, you're old-fashioned. Okay. (laughs) Call me old-fashioned. As long as I'm connected to the power source, I'll take old-fashioned all day long. You're old-school. You don't even go to school, you so far away. You so socially distanced from a move of God. She's trying to play and change songs like to help. I'm done. Let's stay connected. Let's stay connected. How many will stay connected? Power source. Stay connected to the power. Can we lift up our hands? and One more time. Jesus, I want to stay connected. I want our church to stay connected to you. God, you are... You are the source of my supply. You are my power source. God, everything we have, all power comes from you. Help us, Lord, to stay true to your word. Apostolic in doctrine, Pentecostal and experience, holy and lifestyle. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.